Hey everybody, welcome back to Garage Talk. I'm Conrad. Let's go. I'm Ted. It's time to rock and roll. Hey Ted, today we're here with Madison Grant volleyball coach Kayla Jump. How we doing? Good. Doing great. Doing great? Yep. All right. You guys had an amazing season last last season, right? Yeah. We but did bo- pretty well. Before we get into that, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Um, born and raised uh, Madison Grant Argyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, grad- was multi-sport athlete, graduated high school, played volleyball at Vincennes. Uh, I was an All-American there. Um, ended up coming back home. My dad started coaching our high school team yeah. uh, while I was in college, and my sister was playing high school, and I started coaching with him, and um, after he retired, I took over. My sister was coaching our junior high, and she moved up with me, and we've had family or family friends uh, coach, with, uh, coach with us all throughout the program, and um, I have kids that have graduated from Madison Grant and that are in Madison Grant School District. And, you know, I guess we bleed black and gold as we sing. <laughs> Is it <City>. Las Vegas <laughs> gold? or? Oh, yeah, it's Vegas gold. Vegas that, gold. Not Vegas that, gold. Not that canary yellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys. So this season that you just had was, like, pretty amazing, right? Yeah, we graduated a lot of kids the last two years. So um, the year before we graduated, so not so this would be what twenty twenty season of twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Those kids, I think we lost five, um, and I think three of them played a lot. And then last season, um, we lost six, and all six of them were in starting positions. So the mm-hmm. only actually returning varsity players were my two mm-hmm. seniors this year. So everyone else that's in a rotation that I consider starters. So even though they're not on the court, we know that when that front row person goes to back row, you are going in for them. So we consider that a starter rotation. Those were all new. I only had two returning players, basically. Wow. Yeah. So what's that like as a coach having to? Uh, It was scary. Scary? Uh, Yeah. At the beginning, I think it was. Um, the positive is that our two returning players were all state players. I mean, Daya Green lights out in every sport that she plays. Um, you know, she set three school records this year. And um, Alexis Bainey, she's an all-state player as well. I mean, she only does volleyball, but she's great at it. She's a great athlete. And so to have two returning players like that, I was really blessed. Uh, but it was a little scary because there was a lot of unknowns on who would be taking places and um, we're significantly shorter. Um, but you got kind of a young team, right? Yeah, I have I have quite a few juniors. Five uh, five freshmen or so? Um, that play varsity, I only have uh, one. One? Yes. And that's the Campbell girl, right? Um, or uh, no? It's Bolser. Bo- oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. They When they moved here, yep. they actually um, lived in Madison Grant uh-huh. School District, and then her mom was teaching over here at Mrs. Yeah. Cinewall and coached at Mrs. Cinewall. Yeah. So. When um, she wasn't doing that, it was you know a little bit complicated to get over here to school. So she ended up coming over. She had a lot of friends at Madison Grant. So she did. She started until one of my other players that dressed varsity last year had surgery, Jonna Hyatt. And so she, when she came back, she moved into the the right side position. So I had one freshman, Cameron Bolser. That's awesome. So yeah, quite a few sophomores and quite a few juniors and two seniors 
it's not very many seniors. But actually, what's strange is, is we we just look at a lot of the rosters from other schools. Like yeah. Elwood had no seniors. There's a lot of schools that don't have seniors, and we kind of get in that weird pocket of not a lot of kids are born or not a lot of kids in that group and that senior class is like that and then like our um our eighth grade class is kind of like that too we don't have a lot of athletes in that entire class boys boys and girls it does it go it goes in spurts right but Mm -hmm. i mean over at madison grant or uh eastbrook they just reload Mm -hmm. Uh and so I don't know, are, are are athletes born or are they made? I don't know. I guess if you ask my dad, they're probably both. <laughs> both? <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, my dad coached me. I didn't play sports till third grade. I didn't play volleyball till seventh grade. Uh-huh. Um, but my dad coached me, and it was, you know, this is how it is. This is a winning mentality. This is, and, you know, a lot of people didn't like that. But, I mean, it's worked out well. I think you can learn a lot of stuff from sports. But I think that's kind of the mentality that, you know, these kids this year that only had two returning starters, the rest of the group, that's their mentality. Their winning mentality, this is what we're going to do. We may not be the best athlete or the best volleyball player or whatever, but this is what we have to do. And I think it worked out well for them. What kind of mentality do you set forth for you and the team? would you say well is it a mentally tough uh, mentally tough in comparison to everyone in sports that age probably not I mean we have some mentally weak people I mean I think every school does um, but the mentality kind of about us is it's kind of different than what I think you see a lot of places and here's an example is I think it was last year maybe the year before we had a girl that wasn't plays all the way around wasn't playing very well mm-hmm Okay, so she is struggling. She's frustrated with herself. Okay, I sub her out. And as she is subbing, she tells the person coming in for her, I'm playing awful. I hope you play better than me. Get out. Go get it, you know, and comes to the bench. And a lot of people don't understand that mentality. Like we go watch, you know, we play against a lot of teams and people are mad. They're coming out. Well, you're not playing very well, you know, and our mentality is if I'm not playing well and I can't figure it out, I hope that my teammates, if someone's coming in for me or my teammates can kind of help me a little bit more because I'm just not on mine. And then when they're not on their game, then they can help more. And that's kind of our mentality is, is that, you know, the, the blow out other people's candle mentality. Mm -hmm. I hate, I, I just can't stand it. Um, we talk about all the time, you know, everybody has their own candle and if we put it together, we'll shine brighter. But if you start blowing out other people's, it's not nearly as bright. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of our mentality. I've never heard that before. And that's pretty. I like that. That's, yeah. yeah. Because you know, uh, most, most places you hear, we're, te- we're, we're family. We're family. Uh, yeah. Trust each other. You know. Yeah, you don't have to like each other out of the gym. You have to yeah. respect each other. Mm-hmm. But when you're here, you know, they may, they might not hang out with you at mm-hmm. your house later or whatever and not be in your friend group. But right. when you're here, it's, you know. You, yeah, you have to be awesome all the time. Mm-hmm. I have friends now that I went to high school with that we didn't talk in high school, so yeah. th- things always change. But Ted, right here, he's always picking up my slack. <laughs> I'm all he right here. This is uh, our bright candle right here. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. 
especially the way you talked about me yesterday. Oh man, <laughs> you couldn't say anything bad about Ted. No, I I just talked you out of wearing a singlet and yeah. slathering yourself in vegetable oil, man. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to see that either. I wouldn't want to. We had Mrs. Sinawal's uh, wrestling coach on. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, that was our last podcast. Though. I tell you, wrestling. I don't know how they wear them things. Oh, you know, I, I mean volleyball. We you know we wear spandex and stuff, but that singlet. I don't not think comfortable. they don't wear the singlet as much as they used to. I don't think. I think uh, some they, of them wear basketball shorts now. Really? Yeah. Huh. I, maybe the singlets in college or. I don't know. I don't know. It's everything else is dying out because <laughs> when I was in school after gym class, you had to shower. Oh yeah. Or you didn't get an A for the day. But uh, yeah. So Ted. Now you said you didn't start volleyball until you was in seventh grade. Yes. So up until that point, you were still an athlete in what other sports? Softball, Softball basketball? basketball. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I figured. Yeah, my dad coached high school basketball mm-hmm. at Madison Grant when I was before I was born, and then right after I was born, and then then he went to track. And he coached track for a long time, mm-hmm. which was awesome when I was little. We drink milkshakes and tell those girls to run, <laughs> and they'd be sitting there like you're sitting there with the milkshake, yeah. telling me to run. And now that's what my kids. And then he did. He helped high school softball, and he coached mm-hmm. one year of boys basketball as an assistant. Mm-hmm. I think he liked girls sports a little better. Can't blame him. But I did play those two sports before. Yes. Have you ever coached boys? Um, I've kind of like helped in situations. Um, I, you know, I, I'm friends with some of the football coaches at Massacre. I tell them, I think, I think those boys would cry if I'd coach them. <laughs> I mean, they're getting, all, you know, sitting They've on the sidelines, sitting on the sidelines, yeah. you know, they get, they get into them a little bit, but a couple years ago, man, I don't think the boys would survive me very well. They always used to think I was mean. I'm like, no, I'm, it's called direct. You know, I tell them exactly what I think, exactly how I feel. You don't have to worry about how how everything is around me yeah, yeah but yes our football team i'm so glad our tennis team did fantastic yes, did. oh my gosh yep. i am just i am thankful for um having a little bit you know our boy sports have just been a little behind and mm-hmm. i just i just love to see them succeed so i was uh, we have family that plays football so i was watching a lot of it this year yeah, they, there's been a lot of success going on over there in Madison Grant. Yeah, they deserve it, you know, especially on the boys' side. I mean, that's and it's hard. It being as small as you guys are, it's yeah, we're pretty close to one A. Yeah, I mean, we're are. not too far from the bottom there. Mm-hmm. But, so, but it seems like over there, the, the girl sports always outshine the boys. You know, you've yeah. always always got a good softball program. Volleyball's been good for a long time. Um. Yeah, and I think I think we're try, we're getting we're getting a little bit better with them. I don't it it's everybody's boys really did like the one sport thing, you know. Like we had a lot of people are like these boys play basketball, mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh, they might play tennis too, but they're just doing it for fun. Or these boys only play baseball, and you know, small as we are, that doesn't really help anybody in other sports. And you know, it's kind of like Daya Green, Daya excels in well really two sports basketball she's probably going to be our best player this year mm-hmm. but it's like why would you just choose one i mean mm-hmm. i gave up softball because i was playing club volleyball and mm-hmm. i was paying a lot of money for club volleyball and it just the schedules just weren't meshing and i had to choose one but i mean i feel like our boys struggled with 
a lot of kids only playing one sport. Mm-hmm. And for us being that small, you know, you weren't getting success in multiple mm-hmm. sports that way. And, and that was one of my questions. Do you encourage your athletes, whether it's boys or girls, hey, play more than one sport? Not yeah, don't necessarily sit, three, but don't would you sit say around. at least two? Yeah, don't no, sit around. No, I'm an anti-sit-around person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Zella, my daughter, she's 10. She's She may have to be told to not pick up stuff. She's in robotics. She's in Christ for Life. She's in volleyball. She's in yeah. softball. She's in basketball. Then they're doing sixth grade basketball, softball, mm-hmm. or um, volleyball, and they don't have enough kids playing. So then she's up there playing that. Mm-hmm. Her schedule's worse than mine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're 10. She loves it, though. Mm-hmm. She's a very high-energy kid. So, yep. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a pusher with my kids. Like, go try it. You know, see mm-hmm. if you like it. And, and I guess a lot of people aren't really like that because they want to have their social time. They don't want to run their kids around and everything. But mm-hmm. the thing about it is, is I think – I think it, it keeps kids out of trouble. Mm-hmm. It also blends kids with other kids. You know, if you only have, like, that one group. I mean, I would play, like, volleyball with a lot of my friends. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of them didn't play basketball, but they would play softball. So then I'd go into basketball, and I'd have a different blend of friends. You go into softball, different blend of friends. Mm-hmm. I'd go play club volleyball. I'm, like, the only Madison Grant kid there. <laughs> it's, like, all Delaware County, uh-huh. you know. So it it's a little bit of... I like that you're not sitting around, but it also gets gets you a little bit more social. I think mm-hmm. True. Obviously, we have issues with social mm-hmm. experiences with kids with phones and everything else. Is that uh, is that a symptom of the awkwardness that you sometimes see? Um, I don't see that much in a lot of my athletes. You know, what's funny is, is that with um, COVID. When we weren't in school, it was, I thought that that may be worse for our kids because, and I'm talking high school, elementary, I think very different because they don't have the social aspect or anything um, like, um, you know, Instagram or mm-hmm. Twitter or whatever they want to be on. And, um, you know, our high school kids, they still were FaceTiming each other and, you know, they had all of all of that social interaction. But when we got back to the gym and in person, it was wild. I mean, for the last two years, I've been telling kids in the middle of practice, I'm like, shut up, (laughs) shut up. I mean, I joke about it all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't stop talking. Mm -hmm. They talk all the time. So when we're playing in a match and it's really quiet, you'll hear me be like, "Uh, we aren't talking because (laughs) it's like awkward because they're never like that. Even, you know, a lot of times when people aren't playing well or it's a tough game or whatever people are quiet those kids never stop talking it's almost exhausting (laughs) so i don't really see it that much with with us Mm -hmm. um they've actually done a lot more especially this year like hanging out each other's houses i mean when we couldn't do anything all summer that year we couldn't do anything all summer in the gym and we couldn't instruct anything we couldn't do anything with them we had a parent offer up their barn and they and the neighbors which they were related to that had players mm-hmm. had weights and they would go lift weights and they would run the country road down the road and go play volleyball in the barn wow they did all that on their own i had no idea what was going on huh. i feel like 2020 was like a fever dream yeah it's, uh, it was it was rough how about the videos of all those people going into the 
like shopping market with like all those weird masks. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> before we had like mask masks mm-hmm. and people had like Tupperware strapped to their face. <laughs> like to see, to see videos of that. I'm like, what in the world was going on? I mean, people are going to look back in those history books and be like, those people are psychotic, you know, because we just yeah. had no idea. And people are like, well, I have to get groceries. So they're taping Tupperware to their head. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look back at those videos. I'm like, this is insane. And that was just two years ago. It was. I mean, that's, Man. that's wild. It was for for the world of sports. It, I. That's when I was like, I'm gonna get a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get a dog and train this dog, and then me and this dog are gonna start walking. <laughs> yeah. Which worked out. So. I mean, for sports, I was really worried about when they started opening things up. Everybody wanted to be full-blown, not necessarily because, you know, you know, political or health or whatever, but they're going to be like, okay, now that we're open, you know, we've missed spring season, so now we're going to do softball like we were supposed to do in spring. We're going to do softball, and we're going to do this, and we couldn't do that. And then all of these people are going to be majorly overloaded mm-hmm. with stuff because now they're going to offer it all, you know, because because we didn't have that spring season to mm-hmm. do. Well, I think we ended up still doing rec league, but, you know, like we didn't have – the opportunity, so then they're just going to shove it down your throat. And I already told my husband and our family and everything, and I said, I'm not doing that. I'm just letting you know. So if they're going to be throwing all these camps and everything at us, our kids are going to pick the few things, and then that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be, you know, ambushed by all the stuff that they want to catch up on. Right. So we kind of, like, simplified it a little bit. I mean, even now, now they have all all these camps and all this stuff. And I'm like, geez, you know, we went a few months and we didn't do anything. Like, right, I cooked yeah. at home a lot. I mean, I worked every day out of my house. Right, you know, yeah. I left the house. But I'm like, I could come home, cook dinner. And mm-hmm. I, I've never, I don't know that I've ever done that for that long of a period of time. <laughs> I like a home-cooked meal. <laughs> hey, I'm getting pretty good. I work, right? from, I work from home now. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting telling pretty you, good. Man. I make a mean meatloaf. Oh, I love meatloaf. Yeah. I'm very picky. And I've known my mother-in-law since elementary. So her meatloaf and my mom's meatloaf, oh, the best. The only two I'll eat. The only two. <laughs> I love meatloaf. Kayla, how long, how long was you assistant coach with your dad? Do you remember how many years? Uh, well, let's see. Um, I think our softball team won in 09, and I coached in that fall. So 08. Okay. Until this was my fourth season. Okay, so. so next year will be five. Yeah. What now? What do you do for your off season? I know summertime IHSAA's got a moratorium. Or yeah. So you got what two weeks where you Something can actually July, work with them? Yeah, we have we have a CIC moratorium week okay. in the summer, and then the CIC says you have to take at least one week that's not IHSA is always on like Fourth of July week. Mm-hmm. Um, so typically we do ours as soon as school is out. Because then, you know, school's out, they, they get to rest without anything else going mm-hmm. on, unless you play softball, because, right. you know, we, we won in softball, so all of those kids continued to do their stuff because they're still in sport. But, um, you know, we, in the spring, we don't do a lot. Sometimes we'll go to the weight room, um, different things. I don't, it's funny because all these people do, like, year-round, well, as much as I, you know, not your off weeks. Right. Um, but, um, I, I think they would hate to be around me that long, you know, like I'd be annoyed with them and they'd be annoyed with me. Like they don't need me to continue. I mean, even now 
I'll go and say something to a player, and they're like, yeah, I wasn't in my right spot. I should have been back here. I mean, I it's it's almost it's almost hard now because like that's why you're supposed to she goes right there I'm supposed to be right there I know like I thought they were going that way so I went this way and so I think that they would be annoyed with listening to me year-round basically so we don't really do anything until summer starts and we play in like a scrimmage series on Monday nights we have people like Pioneer who's Mm-hmm. Um, this year they didn't go to the state finals, um, but they have been to the state finals multiple times, one state and all that. Um, you know, some different schools, more like Carroll, Tipton, places more northwest of here. And we travel um, one night a week, and then we have a couple open gyms, but we do weight room and open gyms during the summer. Okay. And Muncieana camp, typically, which is a two-day camp. Mm-hmm. Um, we do like two-hour sessions three sessions a day. Wow. I, I, I want to know about the weight room. Yeah. I, I feel, and, and this is just my feeling, but I, I feel like it, it's, it's changing now to where they're encouraging the female athletes to get inside that gym and lift weights, not cardio. I mean, the conditioning of cardio is important too, but I feel like, they bigger, stronger, faster. Yeah. So it's kind of strange because volleyball is different than volleyball is kind of like softball where you don't have to have a lot of endurance. I mean, heck, in softball, you can stay in the field the whole time mm-hmm. and not do a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, going back up first base, okay, run back. <laughs> going run first back, oh, she catches every ball, so all you're doing is just run over there, maybe not get a ball hit. Well, in volleyball, you know, it's like 30 seconds, one minute, stop. 30 seconds to one minute, mm-hmm. stop. And then that's also, we don't do a lot of, like, endurance training. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I was in high school, we would do, um, my basketball coach was big about doing the weight room and, like, simple things. You know, we're talking about stretching, you know, squats, stuff, you know, just strengthening us. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I was like a string bean. So, I mean, that helped me out tremendously. But, you know, it kind of set my goals, too. I mean, I could jump pretty well. Obviously not now because I'm old. But, um, you know, when I was in high school, I touched the rim. Actually, I touched it at Mrs. Cinewall High School. Before you I met, what? I touched the rim. I it might have been, get... been that spring court you guys have. But I did. I My senior year, I was um, – my cousins were a year ahead of me and a year behind me. And they went to Mrs. Cinewall. So we were getting ready to play. And, like, they had just came in or whatever. And they are like, I bet you can't touch that rim. So I jumped up there. And I touched it, and I shocked myself. So I was like, it must be this spring floor you all got over here, fancy stuff. But, you know, I didn't get that by not lifting weights. Yeah. And so when I, when I went to college, like, that was a big thing. And I was friends with a lot of athletes. And so I go in with the baseball team, and we go in and lift weights. And, um, you know, then for high school, you know, I sat here, and I'm like, listen, we got to get these kids in the weight room. I mean, we always did you know, stretching, small stuff like that. Um, And that's a lot what we do is balance. I mean, you'd be shocked. Oh, you probably wouldn't. But kids that cannot jump rope, Mm -hmm. they just can't even jump rope. I'm like, how can you know? I can, like, you know, the wrestling jump rope where you go really, really speed fast. They can't even, like, jump without hopping in between. (laughs) I mean, it is wild. I'm going to say something. And me and my buddy were talking about the other day. We used to do it in gym class. It was called teninkling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we had PVC pipe, and they tap it together yes. with polka music being played in the background, yes. and we would like hop through 
<laughs> I feel like that was like foot eye coordination, mm-hmm. footwork. They've kind of changed PE now. It's not it's not so much. I mean, like my my PE teacher in elementary was well one one of them was my football the football coach. You know, the other one, he was like, tennis, we'd go run all the time. You know, we did opposition stuff. I mean, we did a lot of things. Now, did we play games? Absolutely. But they have all these rubrics that they have to follow and everything now. And, you know, they just, these kids don't, like, come up with, you know, just the natural ability to jump a jump rope. I mean, it is shocking. Now, by the time they get to high school, if they play club with us or you know obviously they play junior high they figure it out but i mean just the simple thing Mm -hmm. i mean we 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 ended up having to break down when my dad was coaching like stepping left and right i mean i still have kids now if if the ball is going to your left you need to step with your left foot i mean it is they cross over all Uh the time i'm like how is that how do you even how does that process work in your brain? Like, how did you come up with that? <laughs> so, you know, we have a lot of a lot of stuff, but that's a lot of things that we work on in the weight room. And, you know, we have a couple, Alexis Bainey, she had two stress fractures last year in her legs. Um, Daya Green had a stress fracture in her leg. Um, Asme Turner had a stress fracture in her leg. And we have no idea. Well, we think we know what's going on with Lexi now, but, um, you know, those kids. So we weren't hitting the weight room quite as much and honestly in volleyball you don't have time right i mean we practice monday we play tuesday wednesday thursday practice friday usually shorter practice because we've played all week and then a tournament saturday Mm -hmm. and then you go back into practice monday play tuesday thursday and practice wednesday short practice friday play on saturday i mean they have just crammed our schedule because of girls basketball mm-hmm. and set in the state finals, they moved the schedule. So we have like one less week or whatever. So we have to put all those people in. And so we aren't getting in the weight room as much in season because you don't get a lot of time now. But I'm a big believer in the weight room. And I'm not saying that you have to bulk up and, you know, you're going to walk around with your biceps looking ripped as a girl. I mean, I was lifting weights with, you know, my my athletes in high school yeah. and, and in college, which at at college still unhealthy. I mean, I was at like four percent body fat, and I still didn't. I still wasn't ripped. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. was muscular, but and so these girls, I think they get in this mentality that they're gonna look bulky or they're gonna look. And I'm like, no, you look healthy. Uh-huh. I mean, that's yeah. We aren't doing anything to bulk you up. You're leaning yourself, and that's not, that's that's. Actually, if you can't, and I always explain it this way, if you're in a car accident or something happened and you can't pull your own body weight to get out of that, then you need to start doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't physically pull yourself out of it, an emergency, then that's the weight that you need to get to lift. I was always to the understanding that you needed to bench your body weight or maybe it was twice your body weight. I don't know. I wouldn't be able to do. I wouldn't be able to do that now. I, I could eat. <laughs> I could eat twice my body oh, yeah. weight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they say for guys, they should yeah. at least be able to bench their body weight. Not girls. Okay. Yeah. Body I weight. think it's like twenty percent lower than what your actual weight yeah, is we for don't, a girl. We don't do a lot of bench. We don't do a lot of anything that puts pressure on like your shoulder, mm-hmm. arm, because we swing so much. Look, when you did that, I was like, I know, right? Stretching my shoulders <laughs> out. As a person that now has shoulder injuries, <laughs> I'm not. 
not doing yeah. any of that. I, was like, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, lift in my arm. You can hear it like a rusty door. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I think I think um, with the bigger, stronger factor, you're starting to see more and more uh, female athletes going into the. Yeah, we have. We've started. We didn't have like a weight room program. I was one of the only sports that did anything in the weight room. You know, people would flux in there occasionally, but I mean, it was it was to the point where we're in the weight room for volleyball and football wasn't even in there. And then the like the one day they want to come they're like, "Well, we're going to be in the weight room." And <laughs> of course, Daya Green, being the freshman, I think she was, she looked at them and she said, "We're in here every day, bud." <laughs> you may have to wait. You may have to wait. And the girls are like, oh, yeah, she told it's... the football boys they may have to wait. And so, you know, we started a program. We hired someone to to run that. And so, you know, you see a lot of kids taking weightlifting. We didn't even have a weightlifting class. Like when I was in high school, we had a weightlifting class, mm-hmm. and I took that religiously. Um, and, you know, they didn't have anything. So now we're offering that. We have a lot more kids. We have a lot more female athletes, a lot of softball kids um in there which that helps out travis so <laughs> yeah yep but that's you mentioned travel volleyball mm-hmm. i was obviously that's not going on why high school volleyball is going on but is it no is it the the other nine months out of the year they're doing that uh it depends on where you play so i played Montana. uh Montana is very different then Dang. than it is now okay you had it was, you started at 12 and under, and then you had 12s, 13s, 14s, 15s, 16s, 17s, 18s, and you usually had two or three teams per age group. Okay. Okay, now they have 12s open, 12s club, 12s regional, and it is just, it's an explosion uh-huh. of kids. So if you're on the opens, that's like the number ones. Okay. Um, you do most of the traveling. Now... To say that we didn't travel would be an understatement. My parents, I don't know how they did it as a parent now. And even though, you know, I have three around the same age to try to finagle everywhere, they had two. But, I mean, we spent, like, Easter in, like, two different states. I was playing somewhere, and I can't remember. I think my sister was in Minnesota, and I was in Baltimore. Oh, my. I mean, you know, and, like, one year we flew to Texas, and, you know, we would play in... Atlanta, Salt Lake City, um, Houston or Austin, Texas, uh, Baltimore, Indy, Louisville. I can't even tell you how many times we played in Louisville and, and Chicago. And so we would do that from December, and I was still playing basketball, uh-huh. so December until July. And we would play that. Now, Montana doesn't travel as much like that now, but those open teams, you know, they have a pretty big big schedule they kind of have made a league within the people their i guess stature you know so and then they travel now like gcvc um the grant county volleyball club they i think are had tryouts or have had tryouts and then they'll start here in december and then some teams will go to um florida in june i think uh which is like where muncieana goes Mm -hmm. they have different they have like the gold, silver, bronze, ruby, diamond. I don't know. <laughs> they go all the way down to like ten different levels or something. Huh. Um, but we do for Madison Grant because you know those kids. 
Montana, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know how much my parents paid. Mm-hmm. I, you probably don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's yep. thousands of dollars plus hotel rooms, yeah. coaches' fees, traveling. I mean, we were food, fly, food. yeah, yes. flying yeah. places. Uh-huh. You know, um, but you know, even GCVC, they're paying. I don't know, probably close to two thousand dollars plus other things. And people are like, "Oh, that's how much travel stuff costs." Well, I'm a small school. Mm-hmm. I have kids that can't afford that. Right. Or, you know, maybe they don't want to go over and, and play there. So we do our own club. You have to live in Madison Grant School District, and it's fourth through eighth grade. And it's a little bit, like, lower level, but we go play Muncieana teams, what is, like, the regional teams that mm-hmm. they have. And we'll go play over at Muncieana. We're in a league where we go play Pioneer kids from pioneer that their siblings are going to the state i mean their high school coaches all of us are basically high school coaches mm-hmm. coaching our own schools because either they don't have club near them or it's so expensive and with tournament fees it's under probably 300 dollars. so it's a significantly That's, less mm-hmm. option plus they get me and <laughs> uh, my dad bob which is always <laughs> enjoyment. And, you know our, our junior high or our high school coaches all help and then right. sometimes our high school players come help so, you know, you're getting all of that interaction with them, but we won't start until we have tryouts now, mm-hmm. but we won't start until January. Okay. So that goes from January to April. So we're a lot smaller season because a lot of these kids want to play softball. Right, right. And if you're going until yeah. June, you're not mm-hmm. playing softball and volleyball. Yep. So we offer something else so that multi-sport athlete. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a pretty good feeder program. Everybody's involved. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I mean, my dad really set most of it up. You know, my dad's been involved. He was our commissioner in softball when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Actually, we used to, my sister was in the younger league. I was in junior high. Me and my friends would run the announcing and the scoreboard, (laughs) like eat concession stand food in there and do the book. So, I mean, my dad's. Those yeah. make for great memories. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's nothing like sitting behind, yeah. <laughs> sitting behind as they're playing. I'm like, hey, you might want to hit it this time to my sister, who's years younger than me, yep. giving me the look. <laughs> I love when somebody says, "Don't suck." Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, don't hit it out. I'm like, why would you say it? Serve it in. I'm like, well, of course we want to serve it in. You know, even as a grown adult, being in that press box uh, down here at the Gas City Park and seeing mm-hmm. these kids. And and having those conversations up in the press box, like man, you can tell that kid really wants to get a hold of one. Yeah, or, you know that that catcher knows what they're doing. You know it. Those kinds of things are always cool to see at the developmental age. But so are your. I don't mean to say your, but the the volleyball clubs uh, are for your high school. Is the middle school coaches and you together? Do you guys get together, discuss what skills, fundamentals? Yeah, well, it makes it really easy because my dad's a sixth grade coach. <laughs> so, I are you telling him what to do? <laughs> no, I'm never. I used to, and then that didn't work out for me. So, uh, but he. So I have a. I have my stepdaughter is in mm-hmm. sixth grade, and then I have a fifth grader. So they were both playing, and he's like, "I don't know if I'm going to do junior high this year." And I'm like, "You have two granddaughters playing. You're going to go anyway. Why not?" And if you've ever seen my dad coach, he usually sits there with his legs crossed and his arms crossed. He's like, 
serve the ball over the net, you know. <laughs> but he's all about technique and everything like that. But, I mean, even the most obvious things, he's like, you might want to keep it in play. So it's pretty entertaining. Um, and then um, Sarah and Casey, I mean, Casey's helped us in junior high a long time. Her daughters play for us. Um, and then Sarah's daughter plays junior high. Um, but she's coached at, like, GCVC. I mean, she's grad- they all have graduated. Actually, everyone on my coaching staff has graduated from Madison Grant. My dad, Casey, Sarah, um, Brooke Hall, she is um, one of our assistants for high school, and Daisha Havens, Travis's wife, yes. for softball, um, and then my sister and I. We are all Madison Grant graduates, so... Wow. I like that, too. That's, Feels good. That's, the Argyles <laughs> are rolling deep. Yeah, and then for our club, we had um, someone that has married someone here. She played against us, or against my sister in, in college, and um, so she's part of the community now. She's probably the only one. She helps us in club as the only one that does not, that is not a Madison Grant graduate. And she's, I mean, basically a volunteer because, right. you know, we only, we only collect $300 for club I and mean, we aren't, uh-huh. we aren't paying our coaches a thousand dollars to coach. We're paying them gas money. Yeah. So, yeah. So pretty much, um, we all run the same thing. We all have the same techniques. Um, you know, it's all, but Bob's kind of running the show down in the junior high. He has a pretty strong personality. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we discussed it a lot with. With coaches that we have on, because a lot of places, junior high is the bottleneck. Yeah. And it just, and we agree, you got to be on the same page. You know, oh, yeah. Teach, teach them in seventh grade what they're going to do in high school. Yeah, they, well. They can learn to do those drills right then, and then. I mean, know. it's, it, and the thing about it is, is before they get to junior high, they should already know a lot of the stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And. We have a lot more parents that are kind of getting involved, but we kind of got in this little blip of, at, at least at Madison Grant, where like there weren't as many people like volunteering for stuff, and then and it's kind of like then don't complain, mm-hmm. you know, do mm-hmm. some research. I mean, my dad didn't know anything about volleyball. I started playing in seventh grade, and like two days or two weeks before school started, he said, "Hey, if you're going to try out, I guess we should pass a few." And he, like <laughs> he went and like researched stuff, and yeah, then once I started playing, and I loved it. My sister got in at Monsiana with Steve Shondell, who is like mm-hmm. the holy grail of volleyball. Right. And the whole Shondell family. And he went to every practice, took notes and everything. And he ended up coaching her in junior high. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you don't get people involved younger. They almost feel like they're too far behind. But we live in an age of YouTube and TikTok. You I can know, you learn everything. Uh, you, everything. Right there. Right there you go, Ted. Do you want to learn how to be a pickleball coach? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure it's on there. I know. It's exploding. And pickleballs. Uh, it, yeah. It's getting big. I'm it's, surprised Grant County hasn't really We have a pl- We have a court in Gas City. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know right there was next one here. To, right next to the basketball court. Yeah. I'm, oh. I've been park. Yep. I've been tempted cuz I you can go on my Amazon search. I've been looking at paddles cuz oh. I'm kind of <laughs> There are people that I know. Now they're probably more like my dad's age mm-hmm. um, yeah. that have had this conversation. They'll go to Kokomo and play. Huh. They travel from Fairmount all the way to Kokomo and play. Well, I'm about to be playing pickup games <laughs> down at the Gas <laughs> <No>. City Park. <laughs> I know. I think that's great, you know. I mean, I'm I'm just, 
I like to be an active person. Yeah. Like I was saying before this started, I had no kids or anything. I just sat there. I was like, I don't even know what to do. This I'm, is crazy. I'm telling you, there's, if, me, here we go with mental health. <laughs> For your mental health, sometimes it's okay to do nothing. Yes. Sometimes it's okay to do nothing. I'm not good at that, but. Well, whenever I go to do nothing, there's never anything on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. You got to record. I will go for an hour just going through the Netflix queue like I nothing. But. Then you have to have your go-to like Seinfeld. Right now we're rolling through <laughs> Seinfeld. My kids think it's my six-year-old thinks it's hilarious. I have gotten to the point where I'll turn Seinfeld on. That's my white noise to go to sleep exactly. at night. Exactly. I will pass right out. It is hilarious. Tw- yeah. <laughs> Can you spare that. a square? <laughs> <laughs> no. You oh know, my gosh, I just watched that episode too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just love it. I mean, yeah. and every time Kramer like runs through the door, oh, Maven, my, my six year old, is like, that guy's hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh. I'm that crazy. was a big show when I was growing up. Uh-huh. And I've only seen like a handful of episodes. That and Friends. Yeah. I never watched those shows when I was growing <laughs> up. But now I'm like, this is a funny show. <laughs> but so with the middle school. Mm hmm. I, I've always noticed like it was a struggle for us. Uh, for for a time, I sat on uh, the rec league board uh, here in uh, our community to get uh, the kids to show up in uh, in the K through fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if you want to start at K kindergarten for volleyball. No. No, we don't start. We let we let we do a rec league volleyball. So rec league came to us and said, "Listen, we need to have something other than cheerleading for um, for you know the girls in mm-hmm. the fall." And I'm thinking we're gonna fit rec league volleyball in the middle of high school junior high season. Like this is gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. And so you know, with me having kids and everything, my dad's like, "I'll figure it all out." He, you know, he's all you know, he's all into all of that. And I'm like, "All right, sounds great." And so it is what I would say more watered down. I mean, it's basic stuff, mm-hmm. um, developmental, but it starts at uh, third grade. And we do kind of like everybody rotates, everybody serves. And then when we get to club, even though it's fourth through seventh, you know, not everybody's going to serve. Like this is competitive. And we right. have a lot more kids that can serve now. But, you know, kindergarten. I was really hesitant about my now 10-year-old going in, uh, playing kindergarten. But, you know, her sister is a year ahead, and mm-hmm. she's like, well, I'll only play if she plays. And so, and and she, I mean, my 10-year-old's taller than my 12-year-old now. So, you know, they were about the same size and everything. So I'm going, yeah, whatever. Now, Maven, my 6-year-old, she's in first grade. I haven't put her in any sports. And people are like, I can't believe she's not in any sports. I'm like, well, first of all, She's a little out there, okay? The kid's got full of energy. Um, I don't know that we're really ready for that. Um, but, you know, I don't I don't want her to get burned out. I mean, I remember kids that are seniors now were in fourth and fifth grade saying, I'm burnt out on softball. I'm like, uh-huh. you're in fourth and fifth grade. It's unreal. But you're right. We're having trouble. I mean, here's a perfect example. Our sixth grade sports, we started sixth grade sports, which I love because, you know, you guys have your junior highest sixth through eighth. Ours is not. And so, you know, I love that we started sixth grade stuff. But this year for volleyball, 
didn't have enough sixth graders. Mm-hmm. So then we moved the fifth grade up, and I'm like, okay. Well, now we don't know about sixth grade basketball. So I've signed up my fifth grader for basketball. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have four players. Oh, my. For fifth grade. Four. And then we have no idea how many sixth grade. We're finding that out on Tuesday or Thursday, how many yeah. are going to come to open gym. Wow. But I'm like, how can you only have four kids out of an entire grade level? And, you know, I mean, I, I just think in general that we're, we don't have as many kids involved, but we're sitting here like, what are we going to do with four? You know, mm-hmm. are we hoping that the, sec, the sixth grade doesn't have enough people, mm-hmm. which is bad, so we can shove those kids up there with them and get some playing? But, I mean, what are we going to do with them? We can't let them not have anything. So, but you're right. I mean. And it's not just volleyball. It's it's all the sports. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because basketball is yeah. probably our worst. Basketball is probably by far our girls. Our girls. Wife. We used to go to three. Uh, we went down to three on three. Yeah. See, that's mm-hmm. what they were kind Four of proposing. Time. And we just went to what we've been doing the past two years is we play in a league over with like West L and Delta and stuff. Yeah. And we go play. Well, we always have to play up one yeah. so yep. like we're always the younger kids and stuff and so we told the kids be aggressive mm-hmm. all the time and i tell you what those kids they don't care i mean we had fourth graders playing against sixth graders and they did not care <laughs> i mean they were trying to block kids out they go people going through the lane they were not scoring our kids were not letting it happen Do there's a ball the yeah the ball's loose on the floor they're diving for <laughs> it you know i mean I thought that that was really great. And then they're like, we may go to three on three. And I'm just going, man, that's a huge step back for my kid mm-hmm. because my kids and even the kids below because the third and fourth grade or second and third or whatever played over there too. Okay. So we thought, oh my gosh, that's a huge step back. So I don't know what we're going to do, but you're right to get the yeah. kids softball. We see a lot of kids, a lot of kids. I mean, not nearly what it was. I mean, I think we had seven teams when I was in elementary. Mm-hmm. We barely are making three now. Yeah, I like over it's, here. It's everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, to, we had the same thing. We had Mrs. Sinwell rotate yeah. in with us mm-hmm. last year yeah. to try to get some yeah. more games in because you're playing the same people yep. all the time. That doesn't work out well. Uh-uh. Yeah, Ted can, can attest to this. I'm like a real about thinking outside the box. Like, even when I'm outside the box, I'm trying to even think further outside. So, yeah, I was like... Well, let's uh, a free camp. Let's let's get a free camp, and then we'd have what uh, fifty. There was a lot. Fifty girls came out for basketball. Yeah, and we got a uh, you know it, it built the numbers up. Um, you know, just just trying to get them in there and get them excited about playing sports and get them off the couch and go bug mom and dad when you get home. Yeah. Sign me up. Sign me up. I want to play. And I don't know what it is that that has created this. I mean, is it technology where people just want to sit around or is it social? Or I think part of it is, I I do think a little bit, and, you know, some of my players and I talk about it is, is that people watch you and can video you at any point in time. Mm -hmm. When I was growing up, I mean, our phones didn't even take pictures until I was in college. So, you know, I played Little Snake on my green screen, and I was really thankful (laughs) to have a cell phone. And it was like I got 200 texts, you know, a month. And if you sent me an okay at 9 p.m., man, I was calling you on my free minute saying, don't text me okay, that counts. That counts, bud. Don't. And, you know, it's... From it's, 9 to 9. From 9 to 9. It hit 9 o'clock. Yeah. Those phone lines are busy. 
But, you know, it's kind of different now because I think kids are somewhat afraid of, well, they'll videotape me or people will see me. And just, I mean, people, we did not care. I mean, I'll be completely honest. When I was in high school, I was getting to school like right on time, you know. Many days I came with my hair wet. I did not care. You know, I was a not care person. I was there to go to school. I went to practice and, you know, I did my homework and whatever. And um, I couldn't find my tennis shoes one day. So I'll never forget my outfit. It almost haunts me. I wore a hoodie, a gray hoodie, green basketball Nike shorts, and um, my Caterpillar work boots because I couldn't find my tennis (laughs) shoes. And I didn't want to wear my basketball tennis shoes that were in my car because those are only for the court. And so I was like, "Mm, this is what I'm wearing with my hair wet up in a ponytail. And people are like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe that. I'm like, yeah, because no one was taking a picture of me. I did not care. I was trying to get to school on time. I did not care. And But these kids, they would, like, call into school late or might not go to school because they didn't get ready for school because someone may take a picture, may see them like that. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I guess I didn't care about that. And it wasn't a threat to me. So I don't, I think that is a little bit of it that people may say something. It's so, it, it's like, it travels so fast on, oh my gosh, did you see Ted playing basketball? He's so awful. He <laughs> or they'll have like a video of like Ted, you know, yeah. tripping and falling and everything and be like, look at this guy, you know? And I don't know. I think that they're that's only- more me than Ted. <laughs> trust me. But it's like, I don't know if they're embarrassed by like, there's no confidence. And here's a great example. Alexis Bainey, who, you know, one of my star senior players. I mean, she was All-State last year. I mean, there were a couple matches. She just killed it. I mean, we just set it up wherever. She was like, kill, 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 kill. I mean, it was wild. And, you know, she's a great athlete, okay? I literally had to tell her last year while we were playing, I don't understand if you know this, but you're the baddest in the room. Like, nobody can touch you. You are by far exceeding every person in this gym. And you are over here doubting on if you can do it. I'm like, they are afraid of you. They cannot stop you. You are unreal. And these kids, you're, like, all in your head because you hit, like, two balls out in a row. I'm like, who cares? You know? But they have, like, no confidence in themselves. And so I think that's a little bit elementary, too. Like, there's no confidence. And they're like, well, I'm just not very good. It just doesn't happen. We're in that instant moment with phones find something like you said youtube it don't know how to do something youtube it and i don't know if it's they don't put in the work so then they think they're going to be weird or it's 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 like a mixture of all of it i don't know if it's the troubleshooting side of it ted but i okay so if i don't know the answer i i've got it in my head if I don't articulate the question, they're not going to give me the answer. They're not just going to come to me and assume that they, they can read my mind. So I've got to go out there and I've got to get it. Yeah. So I, I, I think that kids are having trouble articulating things nowadays. But instead of waiting for somebody to tell me something, I, I've made it. As soon as I get out of bed, I do an affirmation. This is what I'm going to do today. This is what I'm going to get accomplished. I'm going to do this. And then if I run into a roadblock, I'll call Ted and see if Ted has the answer. Ted might. If he doesn't, he'll pass me somebody who else, you know, well, maybe you should talk to this guy. So on and so forth. I don't know if if those soft skills kids are learning anymore. I I don't feel like they are. I think they, well, they suppress their questions anyway Mm -hmm. because they don't have to 
talk so much, but you know, as an, as an athlete, you know, I just can't stand to watch and my kids know they know, and they will tell you, I cannot stand when people yell, let's go, unless you're excited. You know, we got, um, Dave Green digging up a ball. Megan Wilson dug up this ball. Grant Forrest hit hard. And our kids are like, yeah, let's go. I love that. Mm -hmm. I hate when, like, say we're not passing well, and they're like, let's go, pass the ball. That is exactly wrong. Mm -hmm. You're not troubleshooting anything. Don't you think that she wants to go? Don't you think that? (laughs) I mean, you essentially are telling her nothing. And that drives me absolutely insane. And so we talk a lot about if it keeps rising up, Um, you know, to like her shoulder level, stay down, move back. That ball goes deep, you know, say something to them or, Hey, it floats. And then it drops on that serve reception. You've got to, you've got to step into that ball, say something productive because kids don't troubleshoot like that. You know, they, they'll be like, Oh, they keep hitting here, but why? And how do you fix it? Mm -hmm. You know, well, that girl keeps blocking me over here. Why? Because you know, you went and did an approach and the ball's behind your head and you can't see her. And I mean, there's all different reasons, but they just, they're just like, oh, I'm playing bad. Mm-hmm. No, you're not playing right. That's what you're doing. You need to change what you're doing. You're right. You're not playing well, but why aren't you playing well? There's a reason for it. And, but there's like no troubleshoot for that. So we've really gotten away from, it'll be funny because if we're down some and people go, let's go, they'll turn and look at me like, oh gosh, I said it because it's so natural to do. <laughs> Well, just so you know, I say let's go a lot because I'm always excited. Excited. Oh, yeah. I, I, I get oh jacked, me too. I get jacked up if I don't care if the Colts are down three touchdowns. We get one back. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Oh yeah. Oh, I am. I'm pretty. It's funny because I'm pretty mellow, but I'm not. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I like to keep my cool and different things. But I mean, I will never forget um, Alexis. Went and hit a ball. Tipton's a huge rival. Ever since I got out of CIC, when I was in, like, elementary, junior high, it has been on in every sport. <laughs> okay, so Tipton, we're playing at Tipton this year. Um, you know, Daya is setting a school record that, at that, that match. She knew it would probably come that match. So we're, like, sitting there kind of like, oh, my gosh, she's going to get this. Alex, she passes the ball. Alexis Bainey goes up and smokes their setter in the face at like eight feet off the net and we got so excited i mean that's like in a hitter's mind Uh that's the best that is the best moment is to hit a girl in the face i mean it really (laughs) is so we were all pumped about that you know like stuff like that or when you're sitting there and i I signal my serves i tell my girls where i want them to serve to and they serve exactly where i'm thinking and it is an ace. I mean, I just get so excited. And especially people that, you know, we have a lot of people that are, you know, I could talk about uh, Daya and Lexi. But, you know, I have a lot of juniors like Maddie and Ella and, and Megan. They are, you know, and they are just kids that are getting the work done that is kind of the slack of everybody else. You have to have the other people on the court. You know, you can't be successful with just two people. Mm -hmm. And those girls, when they're like, Megan dug up this ball, and I thought she wasn't even going to get it. She dug up this ball, and I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. You know, (laughs) I get so excited about that because it's like one step further than you thought that they could Uh do. But I'm a loud person, too. I mean, when I played, if we were in the high school playing, our junior high gym's on the complete end, you could hear me yell. (laughs) And then my sister is the complete opposite. My sister... Could hit a girl in the face and get 20-some, 30, 40 kills in a match, and she'd be like, yay, 
you know? And <laughs> it's funny because, you know, we coach together and, and Allison's just like, oh, nice. And I'm like, yeah, like screaming and jumping around yeah. and stuff. And she's like, yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> I've always admired people that act like they've been there before because oh, yeah. I don't know how to act sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's, I just have, it's such an adrenaline, you know, mm-hmm. when your kids do well. Yeah. So, oh, and I'm that parent. This is like last year was the first year I haven't coached softball for my kids. Um, and I was the outfield mom this year, uh-huh. first time. And let me tell you, you can hear me three fields over. I got a loud mouth. And every batter, not just my kids. I'm an anti-only-your-kids right. person. Mm-hmm. I knew every kid on my – every other teammate on my kids' team – you know, I usually would try to make a lap around the diamond yeah. to talk to all the parents and stuff. But that's kind of, you know, my platform because I coach yeah, a lot right, of the other sports. Right. But, oh, yeah, this one girl, she didn't get a hit, like, all season. And they asked me to help. Our, our coach was out, and I've already been a, approved by the board. So they're like, hey, do you think you can and coach? And I was like, yes, but I'm taking third base okay and they're like okay so this you're girl, an aggressive third this, base yeah. coach aren't you <laughs> so you're this, sending every runner i try and i could tell I, I like to win yeah and so this girl gets a hit and i about lose it. it is the first time she got a hit all season and she's like how do you even know who i am i'm like i've been yelling your name every time you've been up to bat. that's me out there girl you know because and she's just like oh you're zella and hadley's mom i'm like yeah about every time you know I mean, she struck out how many times, and it's still exciting. I mean, I'm, I'm just one of those people that my kids will never be successful without their teammates. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. even if even if they're playing, like when I coached Pixie League, I like that. When I coached Pixie League, I knew pretty much every kid on all three teams. So I'm out in the outfield. My kids are playing defense. Okay, and a kid gets a hit, and they're out by second base. Like, yeah, Mally, nice hit. You know, because if she's successful, and she's still playing, and Mm -hmm. she's successful doing her stuff, that's what my kids need. My kids need players with them like that. Yes. And so I'm, I'm the all encouraging, but I also like to, I also like to win. So, you know, I think the only team that I've lost to in rec league was when Mrs. Sinewall came over. So. I was thinking back, and I was like, you know what? I I think I remember you because you're. How old's your youngest daughter? Well, my one that or plays the in one, fifth grade. In fifth so, grade, yeah. yeah. So Jersey's in sixth grade. So yep. it was. Yeah. That see, I have a year. sixth grader. Yeah. Too. So yeah. So uh, that's. Yeah. That's what I think it was. But yeah. we played. Because we, I remember lining the field for you. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And we had, so when we played, like, coaches, pitch, well, we use a machine now, Pixie mm-hmm. League or whatever. Yeah, I think the only team that we lost to, I think the only team that my daughter has lost to was them in all three or four years she played. So. I. You know what? Ted's going to. I. Those are not losses. It's all practice at that age. Oh yeah. I don't. Lo- I don't even look at the wins. It's practice, and but uh, this sounds really crazy, but my favorite part about softball is lining the fields. Oh really? I love lining the. I fields. try to get out of that as what? much as possible. I, it's like I could be in front of everybody, and I will line that field. It's like nobody's here. Yeah. I, my favorite thing, I guess, would be, well, softball, softball at different levels is mm. so different. 
Um, you know, bats are so different. Kids are hitting home oh, runs man. all the time. Composites. The, oh, I know. My husband and I talk about that all the time. We're like, <laughs> just think of what we, I mean, we are yeah. so strong. We had kids that were around my grades that were so strong. And I'm sitting there going, we would have hit home runs mm-hmm. all the time. Because uh, we were hitting stuff, you know, on the fence. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'd be 20, 30 feet out if we had those bats. Right. Um, but like Pixie League, um, you know, I really love when my kids that haven't figured out, like figured out, like that's my favorite thing. You know, we talk about, mm-hmm. you know, you have to break it down at that age. Like this is a touch your base person and this, you know, is a tag only. Mm-hmm. And so we had to really, I mean, they don't know any of that. They're in like kindergarten, you know, and we'll see kids that tag a kid and then throw to first base. And I'm going, holy cow, <laughs> we just opened up a whole new level for this kid. Yeah. And I love Brandon Wimmer's daughter. I coached her. Oh, she is like, she is that kid. She is, she is intense all the time. She's like kindergarten. She's like, tell me what to do. I'm like, okay. And so then, you know, she's playing shortstop and like the first game of the season, like she didn't come out. So my daughter's playing pitcher. She ran all the way out to the outfield, you know? And I'm like, that's your ball. You got to get over there and do it. She's like, got it. So like the next one that comes, she goes after it. And I'm thinking, wow, we just mm-hmm. flipped the script. I mean, that's just great. That's that is my favorite thing, especially about softball. Yeah. Now high school, ooh, I like to sit behind, like in front of where look, behind the catcher, yeah. where you can see. Well, we have like our concession stand there or whatever. Yeah. Oh my gosh, those pitchers! Woo! Somebody gets a hold of one of those. I mean, Biddy well, Elizabeth Lee, man, she's pitching last year. I said, oh my gosh, I don't think I could hit that at no, this age. I don't think I'd whip it yeah. by a long shot. I mean, and then a kid would get a hold of it. I mean, that is just, I I just am in awe of how fast the ball's coming off the bat now. It's just unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it seems unsafe. Uh, yeah. Cause it's when, scary. Because when we played, mm-hmm. I mean, we played up. We didn't wear masks. Right. Right. And we played third, but I played third base and mm-hmm. I played one step behind the pitcher's mound. And as soon as she pitched, I took a step forward. Uh-huh. Can you cover the bunt? That's why I was there. Oh, <laughs> all right. All right. I, play, I, played, I played a lot of first base right. too. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but now, I mean, there's no way. I mean, all my kids oh, play man. masks. Yeah. Maddie Evans got hit a couple of years ago when she was in high school. Mm-hmm. And she was pitching. Obviously, she pitched for Taylor and did fantastic. Um, but she was pitching and could not get her mitt up and took a ball to the face. And I said, my kids will always wear a mask mm-hmm. after that. I mean, it was rough. But it's just unbelievable how fast how fast that's coming now. It, 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 it is. It is. And you're right. It is unsafe. It's, I make all of my – I made mm-hmm. all of my Pixie League kids wear masks. And parents are like, why? And I'm like – yeah, I'll show you a picture. It's, I'll show you a picture. It's you and know, with it, the machine now. It's not yeah. like we're lobbing in right. a coach a coach's ball. Well, it's just going to take you know a couple more girls to get hit in the face. Where that, that's it's it's going to be mandatory. Yeah, I'm surprised. I think eventually it will be. I'm surprised they don't make it mandatory mm-hmm. if they have yeah, already. Now, if you go to state tournaments, I think they do. If you're in the infield, is it? I think yeah. and and on the for the batter, I think you have to have one on your mask. Yeah, on the, and that's now you mentioned. You know, they are breaking some records this mm-hmm. year. Weren't some of them records that you held? A long time ago. <laughs> but they yeah. look how long they held up, yeah, though, right? Yeah, I know, right? right? Yeah, yeah, my sister kind of swept my board. She's three <laughs> years younger than me. We only played together one year. But, like, I had all the kills, you know, and aces and digs, and then she just took over. <laughs> Her name's still up there. I don't know that anybody will get, like, 40-some kills in a match. I don't Man. know. That was a lot. Um, 
but yeah, she, so, um, in between like me, I think, well, Maddie Evans had one, um, Jessica Hall, which her mom coaches with us, Mm -hmm. um, it's day now, Jessica day. And, um, Lauren Stanley Lutton, I coached her. So essentially every single person that's on that board, I either played with or I've coached. Wow. <laughs> so she, yeah, she took over. We knew though, we knew she was getting yep. close to, we didn't know, we, we didn't expect the um, digs in a set mm-hmm. um, record. That was by chance. Um, but digs in a season, she really had to go after that one and she got it. And then the career digs, we knew, I mean, Tipton was like in the first few weeks of our season and we were wondering when at that point on that week she was going to uh-huh. get it. So we were prepared with that one. But when you see her play, it's pretty obvious why she's gotten right. all of those. Now, now, before we started recording, you mentioned something about some all-state players. Yes. You want to so, give them some, some props? Well, we have – so we vote uh, tomorrow for all-district, all-state, um, and everything for this season. But Daya Green and Alexis Bainey were all-state last year. Um, and then – I don't know if Alexis will be able to participate in an all-star tryout or not. She's having some really tough issues with her legs. I mean, I tell you what, that kid right there, she's she's come a long way mentally, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest. Um, but physically, I mean, last year she had two stress fractures. Mm-hmm. We go to play in regionals um, in between the first game and the second game. We had an issue, and she had gotten a bite on her arm from a dog, and she played with it like that bruised and everything she played lights out and um you know like this year she's like well my leg's doing better she sat out a lot she struggled in club couldn't really do well in club I mean but I think she's been to multiple doctors but she I'm hoping that both of them are going to do the all-star tryouts for volleyball um but you know it's those kids learned from people ahead of them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If they didn't right. have people encouraging them to play. I mean, Alexis Bainey showed up to our seventh grade open gym in a, like a blouse shirt and jeans and just thought it was like a free gym time. <laughs> and we were like, it's volleyball. And she said, <laughs> what? And so she's like, oh, I kind of like this. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, yeah, I do kind of like this. And it went on from there. I mean, the kid fell down all the time. She was very uncoordinated and... She has, she set the school record for, um, I think, one of the blocks records. And then um, Daya has three. So she has, or maybe she has two. So I think Alexis may have two school records. Wow. And then those, and then Daya has three. So between them both, they have five school records, I think. And they've won three sectionals, three grant fours, two conference. That's a lot. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's more than, well, my dad would be able to run you statistics, mm-hmm. but Madison Grant has 18 sectionals wow. for volleyball, which if you combined all of the Grant County schools, that's that, that come more. Up that. Actually, that's more than all of our boys sectionals, our boy sports. Uh-huh. You combine all their sectionals. Really? So that's volleyball. more than what they have in all sports. Pretty impressive. <laughs> that's somebody cool. is. That is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. That, yeah. That, now we're going to. Try to throw a stick in your spokes on your bicycle. We, we, like, we like to do this to the coaches. Yeah, you always have your your team rules or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you got a big match coming up mm-hmm. that day. 
day before, one of your best players doesn't make the practice, and you don't believe the excuse they have. What's your discipline? Well, it's two down and backs for every minute that you're not there. So that's um, only happened once in my entire time that I've been coaching. We haven't had an issue after that. Um, Not that you believe you know that they, the reason why they didn't show up to practice, they were not. See, and this is where I said some of our boy athletes, I think, think that I'm mean. So I guess... They'd probably be suspended at least one set. Okay. I mean, we've had kids that went to the – so we had a curfew. This is years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, these people are married and have kids now. <laughs> now I'm showing my age, but um, these girls went to a school dance, and they had curfew because we played in a tournament. Our bus left at 7 a.m. After the football game, they can go home. That was their curfew. Whenever the football game ends, you need to go home. They went to the dance. Well, little did they know, I was at the dance. <laughs> so here I am sitting at the dance, and they're walking in, and I pop out. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We are on our way home. <laughs> yeah. Looking for my ride. Yeah. And, and one of them, um, I won't rat her out, but one of them had a orange car, a nice, I'm talking nice car. We're not talking, you know, she parked out all by herself, <laughs> an expensive car, like more than what one of us would probably drive right now. <laughs> and um, it was sitting out in the parking lot, and I'm like, okay, that, if that's not obvious that you're not here. I mean, your car's orange, and you don't park it by anybody else because you don't want to get it dinged. So it's all out there, so we just waited. And here they came in, and I was like, call your parents. I had one girl in the bathroom crying. and oh, man. It was like, Yeah, and we had a tournament the next day, so I'm calling at 9.30 at night. Mm-hmm. At that time, we had a freshman team. We had a lot of girls that year. I think we had 25 or 26. I said, hey, want to come play in the tournament tomorrow? Because your teammates got benched. So I brought some kids up to kind of fill our roster, and they did not play. They had to watch. So really, I don't – honestly, I don't have a lot of discipline issues. Um, You know, we keep on their grades and Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, Mostly it's people saying, oh, my gosh, I forgot my spandex at home. I need to call my mom before the match starts (laughs) Um, is usually. But, you know, I mean – we have kids that come to everything, and I I have had people say, oh, well, I won't be at that. And I'm like, why? They're like, well, we have a family thing or whatever. <laughs> I mean, this is, you know, beginning of the season where practices have begun, but we're not in school yet. Uh-huh. Oh, well, we're going to do a family thing. You had all summer. <laughs> it's mandatory. You have two down and backs for every minute that you're not there and possibly another penalty because this is a mandatory practice. And they were like, I'll make it. I'm like, that's what I thought. Thanks. I appreciate it. I mean, when you're in high school – You have to be at every practice. You do. I mean, it is very rare that, you know, we did have an instance where there was a family issue. Um, And, like, there had been a death in a family. Mm -hmm. They were trying to get together. They were trying to have a family thing over, like, fall break, and it fell weird in our our schedule. And they're like, I'm going to miss one day of practice. Okay. Like, this is very traumatic time. And I was like, "I'm, I'm cool with that. And... Uh, and everybody always be like, well, they miss practice. And they'll, you know, 
we don't have it often, but I tell mm. my players all the time, well, they miss practice. And it's like they're pointing their finger at that person. Like, they are missing practice. I said, okay, you're going to turn that finger, point it right back at yourself because that's the only person you need to worry about. Mm-hmm. And it's, Love it. you worry about you and don't worry about anybody else. You worry about yourself. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but we really don't have, I mean. Disciplinary. No, and, that, and the other Problems. thing is is that there's an expectation. Mm-hmm. Like, Daya and Lexia seniors this year, they knew that they needed their other teammates, mm-hmm. you know, so they kept them responsible and they've told them, you need to pass well, you need to do this. It wasn't like, well, I'm a great passer and, you know, you just go over there and whatever. No, they'd be like, you're in the wrong spot. You got to get over here. I can't cover, you know, I'm covering this over here. You got to cover mm-hmm. that. So we have a little bit of expectation from our, from our leadership too, a lot. Well, and, and that's where I have an issue because, you know, you you coach middle school ball or whatever, and a kid comes in late, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's oh we got to run now, but it's not the kid's fault he was late. Mom and dad brought him, right? Yeah, I think that I think that count that <laughs> I think that's a valid uh, excuse until they are sixteen, yeah, and if they have a car and a driver's license, mm-hmm. yeah, no more. Well, I'm lucky. I practice right after school. So if you're oh, late yeah. to that, they have 20 <laughs> minutes. They have 20 minutes to be at practice. If you're late for that, we're in trouble. We're in a lot of trouble if you can't figure out 20 minutes. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, it's like it's the parent's responsibility. Mm-hmm. stuff. I'm big about communication, too, mm-hmm. you know, because if you have a parent, and if it's excessive all the time for junior high, that's annoying to me. Yep. Like, yep. figure it out, you know. But if it's one time, they're like, hey, I had to stop. Yep. Uh, this place, I had to drop somebody off, and I couldn't get through or whatever. And then send us a message and mm-hmm. say, "Hey, they're running behind. It's my yeah. fault." The parent can easily relay that message mm-hmm. on. And to me, okay, I get that you're late. You know, let's try not to do it again. If it's all the time, that then it's like, listen, you're going to start running because yes. it it this is too much, mm-hmm. you know. And it's not the kid's fault, right. but it may encourage the parent. Uh-huh. Be like, I got to get this kid here on time. But I also think family situations are different. You know, right. you have a lot of single parents mm-hmm. and it's hard. It's hard to get different. Yep. I mean, in a way, I feel like a single parent a lot because my husband works all the time. Right. Yeah, and so right. my parents help out a lot with things. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. my parents, if if I was cor- course I coach and a lot of lot, high school, a lot of parents don't do that. But if they have other things like getting to their match on time, getting them a drink, getting them ready. I mean, I'm I'm meeting grandparents and parents at Subway in Fairmount and taking their subs with my kids <laughs> to the to the junior high so, so that they can go do get other things done right. and yeah. I can take stuff up there. I see them in there I'm like, "All right, who wants me to take your kids stuff up there?" <laughs> you know, but it is it's it's kind of hard because it is the parents' responsibility when when they can't drive. Yeah. It is. But, you know, I, was, I got to see your junior high play this year. Mm-hmm. Looks like sixth grade and seventh grade, are, there's going to be some athletes that you're going to get in three or four years. Yeah, we have some pretty good athletes through there. Eighth grade and, class is decent, but. Yeah, I mean, they only had six players. Right. They have a girl that's never played before, and she actually did really well. She plays softball. And I was like, oh, just try it. You mm-hmm. know, I'm a person that's like, oh, try it mm-hmm. and see how you like it. And she's like, I really like it. I'm like, see, I told you. <laughs> you know? And, um, but they that's one of the classes I'm saying. We just don't really have a lot of athletes mm-hmm. out of that class. I mean, in general, yeah. I mean. Our junior high boys and girls are both struggling with numbers. Ooh. 
So, and I, you know how we talk about the weird things. Like, after 9-11 happened, lots of babies. We had mm-hmm. lots of kids in that class. Yep. That would be the ones that graduated a couple years ago, three or four years ago or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, my last two classes were kind of the aftermath of that, after everybody figured out everything was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Those athletic classes, huge. Right. Boys and girls. Tons of kids. Tons of kids. And then, bloop, now we have (laughs) have a little bleep there. And then we have a a big group, and then we have a couple that are really small. It's so weird. But, yeah, our sixth grade or our um, eighth grade, they struggle quite a bit. They do have a um, a few kids that just haven't had as much experience. Mm -hmm. Our seventh grade, they have quite a few athletes. Um, Some of them... You know, I've known their parents forever. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm starting to get a lot of people that I grew up with have kids. (laughs) Sometimes I have a couple high school players that Mm -hmm. I grew up with their parents. And sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. Yes. (laughs) You're way better than what your parents were. (laughs) And some of them I even played with. I mean, it's really comical. Like Ashley Compton, when we were in school, Mm -hmm. Ashley uh, which is, you know, Brittany's age mm-hmm. and stuff. She, um, her daughter is a freshman and I always just laugh. I'm like, gosh, you remind me so much of your mom. And then she'll say something like, well, if that's like your dad. Don't say that. I don't know about that. You know? <laughs> so, but it's funny because I'm starting to get a lot of those kids, but our seventh grade does pretty well. You know, our sixth grade, they don't have a lot of numbers, but they did pretty good. We mm-hmm. have a, quite a few fifth graders too. Yeah, and fourth six. grade. See the, that seventh through fourth grade, I think we'll do, mm-hmm. you know, some really nice things. And that's that's funny. She's talking about you know coaching kids that you went to school with or whatever. You know, it's, I'm at a point now where I've I've got some of these people's grandkids. Uh-huh. No, and they'll they'll be like, you went to school with my mom or dad, and I'm like, you you, you got to kind of chuckle yourself because yeah. I'm thinking. I remember the stuff, some of the stuff we did. Back then. <laughs> but nobody knew about it because there wasn't yeah, a phone was, and there's I no know. proof. Nobody took pictures. It was all rumor back then. It was oh, yeah. rumors. Yeah. But. Well, that's like Reese Box. She's a sophomore or whatever. Her mom and I played. Her mom and I played together. And Audrey was intense all the time. And, you know, Audrey and I got along, you know, in school. And, and um, Audrey, she was a little bit rougher. You know what I mean? Like, she came from Summitville. Her parents kind of let her run around. My parents are, like, really strict and stuff. And Audrey's like, hey, do you want to go to the gas station with me before we go to practice? And stuff. I was like, yeah, sure. She's, like, driving, like, I'm not going to say how fast, but driving fast down the road and everything. And I'm just like, well, okay, you know. And she's like, let's go here, let's go there. And I was always telling my parents, nope, we just went to her house. I mean, we weren't doing – I never did anything really bad because I was afraid of my dad. But, wow. but um, it's funny because I'm like, you know, now they have Life 360 mm-hmm. and – and everything, but in all honesty, kids have access to literally anything on their phone. Yes, they I do. mean, they can look up anything, and that's really kind of scary. It is. Um, but yeah, we got, I mean, we didn't do much. I didn't do much in school. I was afraid of my parents. <laughs> <laughs> but some of my friends, and now I have their kids and stuff. I'm like, gosh, you guys are angels uh-huh. compared to <laughs> your parents. Yeah. They're all angels. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but actually, my high school players, after Grant Four each year, they always try to go tp my house <laughs> let me tell you that's an adventure this year we got it even a little better if you don't know like we were big on like not necessarily security but i got a dog that barks you know we got cameras we live in the country you know we've had theft stuff happen yeah. my friends you know eighty thousand dollar truck down the road got stolen yeah. a few years ago so you know we we're always just kind of like on alert about things and 
we know that they're there. So I went out there and I got like solar spotlight um, lights. You can go mm-hmm. like we screwed them on like random trees, <laughs> um, you know. And so I stayed up last year. I think I stayed up to like three o'clock in the morning and I'd shine lights at them when they pull up. Well, this year. This year we decided to follow them. Uh-oh. So, yeah, me and my kids, <laughs> me and my elementary kids and some of the siblings of the players, they spent the night at my house. And so we'd follow we'd follow them around and we knew what house they were staying at. And so when they would leave, like they had their friends had came to TP while we were still playing at Grant Four and uh-huh. left some toilet paper. So we took that toilet paper and toilet paper, the, the girl's mat. house, their girl's <laughs> house. By their, by their trying to figure out if my husband's out there with a thermal camera, <laughs> we, we're sitting out in camo. We're like, I'm talking, we're standing in cornfields and we are just hoping that they get out of the car so we can steal their car. <laughs> like, please, please. And we talk about how funny, you know, my husband and I are like, yeah, they're too lazy. They'll leave a car right here. So they can get in it and they're not going to park it down the road and walk so we stood right there we thought at one point we may be able to steal a car but i think they're too scared to get out so you know that's kind of you know good yeah. good clean fun right. for them and you know that's 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 kind of them and i'm thinking man your parents were way worse awesome. <laughs> well coach jump we appreciate you taking time today yes, we do. to yeah. hang out with us but before we let you go Ted's got some rapid fire for you. Okay. Wait, I got one comment first, though. Okay. You guys got Halloween tonight, right? Yeah, the block party. Now, now you mentioned a little bit ago how you dressed that one day going to school. Why don't you just do that tonight and just I know, say, right? I, I'm a high school, I'm, this is what I dress like I know. Well, you know, some of these kids, who knows what they'll be. I like, know. one of my daughters, she's just like, I got a pink cowgirl hat and pink sunglasses. I'm like, what the heck's that? She's like, a pink cowgirl. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Got one girl looks like Harry Potter, and I got one that's Belle. Keeps telling my my dad, her grandpa, "You're the beast." Our, our youngest is a uh, avocado. An avocado. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, where did they come up with this? You know, don't know. I I, I quit trying to figure things out with girls a long time ago. Oh no! So yeah, we don't do the trick or treat. You know, we just I go through and. My one of my daughters is allergic to nuts, so I get all the yeah. nut candy, which mm-hmm. is great. You know, all the chocolate like Snickers and Twix, Reese's, oh. Payday. Yep. Oh yeah, oh, peanut man. butter M and M's. Those are the best ones. And <laughs> I like, love peanut butter. M&Ms. Me too. They're the best ones. So I get all of them. But, <laughs> I'm oh. a big peanut butter guy. <laughs> Go ahead and fire away. All right. You're the cookout. You want a burger, brat, or a hot dog? Brat. Tea, lemonade, or water. Mm, I hate water. Or so beer. anything. It's be beer. Water. It's be I go. I go for some water. beer. <laughs> flavored water. I could. I, I love flavored water. I t- when we have coaches, I try, I, try, I try not to talk about alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few uh, beers with Ted before. <laughs> <laughs> what's your We're favorite? What's your favorite kind of music? I'm sure I know what the answer is. Um, I like all kinds of music, but I do like country. Mm-hmm. But I do like rap too. Oh. So. You can call uh, to get along. Oh, wait. Are you... Like, I listen to all music, but the best hip-hop was in the 90s. Nelly. Oh, I oh, love Nelly so, Country so, Grammar. Okay. I'm not sure I should so say So you're this, a millennium rapper I, type. Yeah, I mean, I, I like yeah. some of the new stuff, but, man, yeah. Nelly Country Grammar, I'm not sure I should say this, but I know every word on the album, whether it's good oh, or bad. <laughs> all right, all right. She's been to Nellyville. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just need to make sure you let all your players know that you're on this podcast so they can listen. And Oh, I will. I'm sure they... Throw stuff at you. Well, <laughs> I'm sure they're going to tell me about it later. 
What What's your favorite sports movie? Any sport? What? Ooh, I don't know. Probably Hoosiers. Okay. I grew up on that. Mm-hmm. That's a great movie. It's a good one. This could be a, a male or a female. Who's the best athlete you've ever seen? Whether it's high school, college, somebody in your college. Or... Oh, gosh. How all all around even... athletically. Just. Oh, I thought God. she was going to say something like, I seen him today in the mirror <laughs> when I was getting ready. <laughs> yes, it's me. It's oh, me. Oh, man. Um, like high school level, college level? Yeah, let's go high school or college. Um, you've seen in person, whether you've coached them or played, played against them. Or them. Played against them. Um, I would probably say I probably have two. Megan Miller played for Alexandria. Oh, my gosh. She's a fantastic volleyball player. I mean, just – we tried everything to stay away from her possible. Um, but also, I mean, around here, probably Daya Green. Okay. Nice. Professionally, I really liked watching Peyton Manning. I loved watching him play. Me too. <laughs> I know, right? Me too. Something about girls and guys, I know. guys I know. in their football I love, pants. Oh, I don't know what it is. Reggie Miller, though. Gosh, I just loved when Reggie Miller played. Boom, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved going to Pacer games. Who's been the biggest influence in your life? Um, Probably my dad. Um, he did coach me. He was a teacher. He was home with me all summer long. Um, my, my poor mother would, my, my mom would get everything ready and stuff for our games, but my dad would have to like do my hair in elementary for all the games. We'd be out there early. He'd be doing the diamonds. I mean, he's put in a lot of work. You know, my mom, my mom does a lot of stuff that like people don't see, you know, Mm -hmm. like all the mom stuff, you know, she wasn't like the mom and the coach person. She was like the support system. So my mom, you know, as a mom, she was a big influence on me on how did she get all this stuff done? But my dad, I mean, he's ran athletic programs. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he was a teacher for, I don't know, 40 years. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the fact that he makes it to everything, he makes it to everything for my kids. I mean, he's huge with his grandkids and we finally have a, he finally has a grandson. My sister finally (laughs) had a boy. I have four girls. So he, and he looks just like my dad. So that, yeah, that might be scary. (laughs) You've got great parents. You really do. And that's, I mean, I kind of like your in-laws too. They're. Oh yeah, kind of. I need to know if your father-in-law's got any king of the castle. Oh, probably not. He's probably already drank it. <laughs> yeah, we don't live too far. Ted, Ted, and I are both married into the same family. So, yeah, um, yeah my in-laws live around the corner. So mm-hmm. in the summer, now that I'm um, at home with my kids in the summer, as soon as I'm off work, we're at their pool and spend a lot of time out there. So, yeah, I kind of like my in-laws. I got one more for you. <laughs> What's your favorite sport? To watch. It can be volleyball. I love watching college volleyball. Well, I love watching college volleyball. Purdue, I love watching Purdue. I'm big Shondell fans. I've known the Shondells mm-hmm. a long time. Um, but to watch a lot of, like, Nebraska and stuff. I know I, I know a lot of the players are from Delaware. You know, people right. that have came out of Muncie and mm-hmm. Delaware County are people that we've played against. Yep. Um, but not so much now. I think things are getting 
a little watered down. I used to love to watch college basketball. You know, I just, uh, when IU, like Cody, actually, mm-hmm. my daughter Zella is named after Cody Zeller. Okay. So I, I loved, yes. So if she, I didn't know, I like that to be a surprise. So I didn't know <laughs> if I was having a boy or a girl. <laughs> so if I was having a boy, it was going to be Zeller. And if it was going to be a girl, I had a different name that I did not end up liking, and I named her Zella. Huh. And then I really wanted to have my last one be a boy, and I want to name him Jeter. But I had a girl, uh. <laughs> and it's Maven, which is named after no athlete. So I don't know. <laughs> but I had loved to watch. I loved to watch college basketball. Me too. College basketball or college football is my favorite. I know. The NFL, I mean, anything professional is just getting, like, I hate watching the NBA. Like, I do, it's just so, it's just like. I I watch. I just, like, some things are awesome that they do. You know what I mean? Like, unbelievable Mm -hmm. that athletes can do that. But I just feel like they're just so stuck up now. Even to watch them play, them half running down the court, the half defense sometimes, and they're like, oh, I'm going to take two steps and block this guy. And I'm like, that's fantastic. But if you were even remotely in the right spot, you wouldn't be doing that anyway. You're just lazy. (laughs) I just have a hard time. I have a hard time watching. You know, NFL's a little bit different because you can't slack off there like you ran over. But I'm NBA man, I'm coming out of that. Yeah, I am too. I, uh, I, I'm telling you right now. If anybody hasn't watched college softball, I know oh, it's great too. Yeah, oh. it is. Oh my gosh! Like I, two years ago when I started, I was like, "This is going to get huge." Yeah. Well, yeah. they. Had I mean, on, it was already big. And when they were on TV this past spring or what? Oh my I, gosh, that was nuts! Watching people mm-hmm. play and. I mean, the developmental from high school to mm-hmm. that is like a whole other ball game. And then you're trying mm-hmm. to implement, you know, a lot of it into high yeah. school. Like they know their plays and different things. It, you know, it's it's just grown so much. It's just like volleyball. Yeah. Volleyball's yeah. grown so much. Yeah. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. we do all kinds of stuff. Boys' volleyball's coming up. Yep. The IHSA yep. is trying to sanction that. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of schools that are starting. They have a lot of people that are interested. If you've ever been to a boys' college volleyball match. Unreal. Ball State, go check it out. It is unreal. It, it, I mean, to see some of them hit a ball, that game's totally different than girls. To them, like girls, it's all about, like, serving and passing. You know, you have to serve really tough to make it out of system so yeah. they aren't hitting a hard ball. That, they don't even care. You, They can just pass a ball up into nowhere, and they can send it anywhere, and they are just rifling balls. I mean, they are so fast that people are getting – people are hitting a ball – and you aren't even going to be close to touching it. I mean, they can't even pass half of it. If it's not within certain distance, it's a kill. I mean, it is it is bam, bam, bam points where, you know, college volleyball for women's a lot, you know, they just aren't jumping. I mean, they jump high. I mean, right, it's, a, right. it's a big – but you need to check out some Ball State men's volleyball. I'm telling you, it is. Last year we had a lot of players that went over and watched it, and they were just in awe on how different it is from girls. I mean, they are mega athletes. Yeah. I mean – those kids can dunk a basketball like nothing. I mean, they <laughs> yeah, they do. Their their net's significantly higher. I mean, it it's wild to watch them. I I highly recommend it. I have to go check that out. That would be neat. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, thanks again, Coach. Yeah, we appreciate me. You appreciate it. Good conversation. Good conversation. But, yeah. Uh, we want to give our uh, sponsors a nice shout out. Uh, if you're in need of some jerseys, give Stephanie Parker a holler over at Beast Prints. And if you're selling your house or looking to buy a house, contact Jennifer Swanner at Nicholson 2.0. And, of course, you know, Ted, 
Sometimes, Anderson's. yeah, you got to smell good. Right? You got to smell good. Your car needs to smell good. Your home needs to smell yeah. good. I need to smell good. <laughs> Go over to Mama Pearson's <laughs> Soporium. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next yep. time. Thanks, Kayla. Thank you. Thanks.